Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Nintendo Fuse podcast. Here we are at episode 175, entitled E3 2019 Predictions and More, because there's a lot to talk about. Uh, we're going to try to pack it all in uh, as fast as we can tonight, but still get plenty of discussion around these topics. Uh, my name is Steve. I'm your host, but I am not by myself. I am joined by Barry. Hey, Barry. Hey, Steve. Always a pleasure to be here. Definitely. And uh, unfortunately, Greg couldn't join us tonight, uh, but we'll still have a lot of discussion around everything that we're uh, we're talking about tonight uh, because we also have a chat room. And uh, if you're joining us live, be sure to let all your, you know, let us know your thoughts about uh, all the stuff that we talk about in the chat room. Uh, but if you're watching later and you, and you miss the live show, that's okay. You can throw your uh, comments down in the comments uh, section down below. If you're listening on maybe a, a podcast app later on, uh, be sure to subscribe and also be sure to leave us a comment, uh, maybe about what you enjoy, uh, maybe a, a suggestion for a future show, things like that. We'd love to hear from our fans and uh, our listeners, our watchers, our viewers. Um, so keep the conversation going. Join us on, on social media. You can pretty much find us on uh, basically all the popular social media out there, including our brand new Discord channel. So you can uh, join us on there to join in the conversation uh, throughout the you know the weeks in between shows. Um, there's going to be a lot of stuff going on, and we would love to to uh, to hear from you and yes uh, people are talking about it in, in the chat uh, this is is a, a total coincidence i i didn't realize there was going to be this pokemon conference tonight uh missed that and uh and it just happened to wear my pokemon shirt today so uh yeah we'll get into uh pokemon stuff we're going to talk about the uh, mario maker 2 direct that happened um uh just a little bit ago uh we're going to talk about um a little bit of labo stuff we're going to get into uh, a little bit of a chat around uh, GameStop, changing some stuff up, and we're also going to hit our E3 predictions uh, for 2019. So lots of stuff going on, but let's start off with the uh, the Mario Maker. Oh, actually, before we do that, we got to talk about what we've been playing. I f- totally forgot. There's so much stuff to go into, and uh, let's let's talk about what we've been playing first. So, uh, Barry, how about you go first? <laughs> yeah, the, there's more to cover tonight than I think either of us originally anticipated. Definitely. Um, yeah, um... On the Switch, I uh, last time I, I said I was torn between two games, uh, and some people were pulling me in both directions. Uh, and that was between the Phoenix Wright trilogy or uh, Dragon's Dogma, and I went went with Dragon's Dogma. And uh, yeah, I'm glad I did. That was nothing against Phoenix Wright. I, I've heard nothing but good things, but Dragon's Dogma was amazing. Uh, truly, an awesome, an awesome uh, just this game. Just there was just so much to it. So I did that, I completed that, and then I started Team Sonic Racing, which came out. And uh, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I still need to put more time into it. I know Mike and I are going to be doing a game chat on it. But uh, yeah, it, uh, it, that's mainly what I've been doing outside of uh, some Final Fantasy XIV. And uh, obviously Dragalia Lost, they've been doing uh, the Gala event just started today. And I didn't have much luck with my summons, but if you do summon for it, hopefully you, you have uh, better luck than I did. And a uh, little Pokemon Go. And that's mainly what I've been doing. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I played uh, very little Pokemon Go. Um, I think, uh, actually, maybe the last time. No, I, I did play a little bit. I'm, you know, sending some gifts your way and, and hoping to uh, eventually I need to play more often so we can actually become best friends on there. Um, but uh that we would require me to boot up more than like once a week. Uh, but uh, what else have I been playing? I've been playing um, Rocket League, of course. I'm continuing to, to continue on in uh, in my progress through uh, 
through all that. But um, I did play in the uh, the Pokemon or the not the Pokemon the the uh, Tetris ninety nine. Um, what's that called? I forgot the the tournament thing that they had last weekend. Um, <laughs> what is the name of that thing? Anyhow, I I, I played in it. Um, got my hundred points in order to unlock the Game Boy theme, and uh, then turned it off. That was about it. So it was kind of cool. Um, cool. I, I progressed through it pretty quick to get the hundred points. I think I think it took me maybe the equivalent of playing for an hour, an hour and a half, or whatever straight through. So uh, so yeah, I did that, and then I did play also um, the Box Boy Box Girl demo that was that uh, came out not too long ago because um, I was interested in the original game. Um, I was like, Oh yeah, I'll check out the demo and it's fun. Um, I don't think good enough for me to, to purchase the game. I kind of got an idea what it's for, um, you know, what it's all about and everything, but it wasn't, wasn't something that I really, um, really don't think I'll, I'll, I'll be purchasing, but it was cool to have the demo. Um, so yeah, be sure to let us know what you guys have been playing. Uh, throw, toss that in the, in the chat and uh, we'll go ahead and move on to our uh, first bit of news that we're going to discuss tonight. Um, not just a bit, there's, there's a lot in this uh, for sure. And, um, but uh, the crazy thing is that, that there is so much denounced in this Mario maker direct and then there's still so much that we don't know about the game still. Um, but I, I don't even know how to, like, there's so much that we talked about. Um, I'm just going to, how I just like fly through all this and we just kind of discuss the, the highlights. Um, so there's several new things. So a lot of the stuff we knew already, um, but they kind of added some additional information around there. So we do have slopes in Mario Maker 2. Uh, we have the Angry Sun uh, is coming there and we have on-off switches. So you can hit the uh, on-off switch to kind of turn different, um, like a red, blue block. They can flip back and forth. Um, we're going to have water levels. They can be adjusted based on like the theme and if you want underwater the whole way or if it can rise and fall. Um, Bonsai Bill has a red variation that has a homing function now. Um, Co-op. Uh, you can also like create co-op uh, cooperatively with another person, um, and uh, there's even more secrets that they didn't they didn't talk about. We're gonna have a story mode now, um, so the entire pretty much the entire uh, single player story mode can be played offline. And uh, basically, you're you're rebuilding Princess Peach's castle um, as you kind of progress through through all these um, these Nintendo crafted courses a uh, hundred original Nintendo crafted courses. Uh, there's new course themes where you can pick from but desert to snow and forest and sky themes. And you can also have that angry sun. You can also make the anger, the, I guess it's not an angry moon, but the moon uh, can actually unlike unlock night versions of all those as well. And which adds like additional things like slippery uh, slopes and, uh, floating Goombas and all this different stuff. Um, Super Mario 3D World um, uh, is like that theme is actually built in, like the side scrolling version uh, from that game. And with it comes all these new stuff that does, doesn't cross over with the the other versions of the the worlds that you can create. So you got Cat Mario and Clear Pipes and Koopa Troopa cars and uh, Track Block and Piranha Creepers. And, and all this different stuff. Um, they're creating a course world where you can share and, and all this different stuff, all the worlds that you create. Um, and, and it's going to be, you know, you can actually like tag different things with uh, puzzle solving or auto scroll or whatever. So you can search 
um, in detail what you don't play. You can play everything on multiplayer online, uh, which is crazy. And um, and then they have some different bundles and, and vouchers that they talked about. And they're also, on top of all that, then they threw at us, there's going to be a Nintendo uh, Invitational tournament. So on, on top of the Smash Brothers and the Splatoon 2 tournament, they're also going to have a Super Mario Maker 2 Invitational uh, that's going to be on the same day as those kind of leading into E3. So much so much, Barry. What's uh, what kind of stood? What kind of like stood out to you from from all this Super Mario Maker Two stuff? Yeah, there was a lot, a um, lot to unpack. There was way more than I anticipated, and the fact that they haven't revealed it all has me excited. Uh, one thing I really wanted to see, and I was a little sad I didn't see, uh, was the ability to give power-ups to enemies, hmm. uh, specifically the Cat Bell, because if you played 3D World, there were a lot of enemies that had the cat powers. When you defeated them, you gained the the actual power-up. And there was Bullet Bills, and there was Goombas, and, and it would be really cool if you could uh, attach that and, and turn them into the cat enemies. So I hope they put that in the game. I think, that's, I think that creates new dynamics. Um, and it was part of 3D World to begin with, so it's it's not asking for anything they haven't done before. Uh, the some of the effects, like the sun, I love the sun. Uh, I, I hated, I've had a love hate relationship with that sun ever since Mario Three, and I'm just so glad to see it come back. I love the new themes. I love how they they didn't even have to give us night versions of the courses, and they did. They went above and beyond, and the fact that they went above and beyond just shows how much love they are putting to this game. That being said, there's <clears throat> some information they put out afterwards that wasn't as lovely. And then it deals with the multiplayer, which is so good to see. You can you could create stages uh, together with a friend and you could play. They revealed that there will be local co-op as in four people in one system, which if that was omitted, that would be riot ready. Um, but they also have the, the co-ops where everyone's on a different system locally. And then, of course, is online. And for some reason, they're just not letting you play with your friends online. So if you wanted to play a multiplayer game with me, uh, we would just have to lock out and get paired together, which I think is pretty stupid at this point. It's 2019. Uh, we should be able to at least play games with your friends online. Um, hopefully this is rectified. There's internet backlash right now. Um, but that's probably the worst aspect of all of this. Outside of that, though, I'm super excited for this game. I'm not going to get to play it at launch, sadly, but I do look forward to finally uh, singing time into it. And on top of that, Nintendo of America announced today that once again, they hate us. And I've said this <laughs> since I've been on this show, and I will continue to say this. Nintendo of America hates us. They have announced that not only is Nintendo of Japan and Europe getting the special editions of, of this game with the steel book and with the art book, but also with a cool stylus. A stylus to help build levels. And Nintendo of America is like, you know what? No, we're not going <laughs> to give you a stylus. It costs us probably three cents to make, and we don't think that much about you. So we're not going to give you a stylus. This is, this is just asinine at this point. I, I don't know if this is a Reggie holdover move or this is Bowser's first executive move, but this is the worst move you could do. This is just, you know, it would be great if we got the steel book and the art book. 
I mean, we should. Every other region gets it. But in typical NOA fashion, they're not going to give it to us. But to then deny the stylus, a tool used to make levels in this game easier. The very basis purpose of this is just asinine. It's, yeah. it's, it's a three cent stylus. Like, just let us get it. Do a promotion with GameStop. I don't care. <laughs> are we going to miss out on it totally or not just in the bundle? Like, no, totally. It they are not even it selling it. Nope. They've, they're not even nothing of North America because clearly we wouldn't want that. <laughs> so we have no choice but to import it. It's a stylus. This game is built for a stylus. Wow. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming it's probably just like the like the, like the three cent stylus that you could pick up, you know, anywhere. I don't think it, it's anything it, special except for the design, it's, right? It's a longer stylus, the one for the multi-touch screens. You you can buy them, and it has the Mario Maker two like logo and like characters all along the side, and it looks really nice. Uh, I mean, again, it's it can't be an expensive thing. Game at UK is giving it as a freebie, so if they're giving it as a freebie, they're you know it, it can't be more than like three five cents whatever do a good faith here it is do a promotion with gamestop do a promotion with best buyer targeter i don't care anyone but to say no we're just not going to give you what the rest of the world gets is another case of noa hating on us i've said it before i'll say it again nintendo of america has not changed their ways they are continuously do not understand their own clientele and and refusing to give us what the rest of the world gets, even when it's stupid cheap. That, that is crazy. Um, do we know? Jakester mentioned in the in the chat. Do we know that the amiibo support is definitely cut out, or if, are we just assuming? Do you do you know anything about this, Barry? I haven't heard anything about amiibo support. I've been hoping that they bring the costumes back from uh, the original, but. Uh, no, nothing, nothing to my knowledge. Yeah, that's that's pretty much where I was too. Like a lot of people are speculating, but but I'm thinking like it seems like the the costumes could come back. I think it was a they were a big hit, and, they, and it seems like they're bringing a lot of other um, sound effects and stuff like that into this game. It'd be I'd be surprising if they if they t- cut out uh, the costumes altogether. And it seemed like a great idea to bring it in uh, from from the amiibo for sure. Um, what, what are you excited about most of all these different, uh, the different new features in the game? Um, I mean, you could talk about the worlds or the different, uh, the courses, all the different features and stuff like that. What's, what's the thing that kind of gets you most excited about, uh, about the new stuff? Honestly, what people create with it. Like I plan to make some levels, but I know I'm going to be coming late to the party by the time I get to sit down and play it. That's just because the launch date is terrible for me. Um, But I look forward to seeing what people that are much more imaginative than I am can create. And I look forward to seeing what I can create and going, you know, as insane as I want to. Um, Because I, I remember like when the first one came out, Greg and I would like, try to compete with each other over levels, try to make a one up each other with harder levels and stump the other person. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm kind of scared to see what he starts sending in my inbox. Like, go here, play this, play this, play this, play this as I, you know, die repeatedly. But, uh, I, I just look forward to see what people make. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, Alex is saying, uh, at least he's had a good single player experience. That's a really cool addition. Uh, but Jake Street did say a game explained and some others have said that there is no Amiibo support. That's, so that's, that's, un, that's, uh, that's really unfortunate. I wonder if there's some other way that they're going to bring in the costume support uh, at some way, because I, I think that would be, it's a missed opportunity to, to bring, or to kind of just cut those out altogether because so many people enjoyed them. You know, maybe not, 
maybe not amiibo, but maybe another way to bring those costumes in um, for sure. Um, one of the things that that I'm kind of back and forth on, I guess, is is the Super Mario 3D World um, inclusion in this. I, I love the idea that it is that it's built in, but it's I get. I mean, it makes sense that that it, you have to start over. That it doesn't. Uh, it's not compatible with the other the other worlds. But it's also unfortunate that you can't. Uh, you know, flip back and forth between the other ones and Super Mario 3D World. Um, but it does make me wonder what else. What other worlds are going to bring in? Um, because it did kind of have a, a little question block or whatever it was there. Meaning, there's probably going to be some additional worlds uh, that we could uh, we could add in there. Like, what other versions will they bring in? Will they bring in Super Mario Brothers 2. I mean, that's a different kind of game too. Um, so would it, you know, be in the same kind of vein as Mario 3D World where you have to start only in there and keep it only in there? I don't know. Yeah, I saw that too when they showed like it dropped down to 3D World. There's clearly a space next to it. There's a mm -hmm. blank space and it's blank for a reason. Uh, Mario 2 is probably the number one candidate. Um, I would say it's it's a safe assumption. Uh, I'd also like to see some more oddball choices, like Mario Land or Mario Land 2, uh, and do something in, the, in that style. Or uh, they could throw a real curveball and make Hotel Mario and make their own custom Hotel Mario levels. Cause, uh, but now that, that, would, that would be terrible. I, I kind of hope they don't, but I also kind of hope they do make that. Um, but yeah, that Mario 2 is, is the more obvious choice. But uh, you know what? They did. Uh, Mario 3D World was not exactly a 2D game. It was you know 2D game in a in a 3D style kind of deal. But what if they did something like Mario 64 or Mario Sunshine? Like they really mm. threw it for a loop. I mean, people recreated Mario 64 levels in Mario Maker, like 2D versions of them, the best they could. And I'm sure people are going to be trying to do that now. What if you can use actual Mario 64 assets? Like that's that's a possibility. What if you actually could make, no, I mean, it's not going to be 3D um, because they, they would do that in 3D world. But what if eventually, like, maybe Mario Maker 3 eventually is, like, an actual 3D. It's Mario Maker 3D um, to make 3D worlds. That'd be insane. Um, but, yeah, I, I think all that would be, be awesome. I'm, I'm excited to see, like, like we said, I mean, there's so much they've told us, but so, so much that we don't yet know. Um, and, uh yeah, I, I'll kind of get into this a little later, but I, I wonder if what they showed off, what that means for for what they share or don't share at E3. Um, I've got some ideas around that. Um, total total speculation, total predictions. Um, but uh, but yeah, it seems like um, they're they're definitely sharing a whole lot with us, um, but but still have a, a ton up their sleeve that uh, that we we don't know yet. No. Uh, any other thoughts on Mario Maker 2 before we move on? No, no. I, I mean, I think at this point we're super excited. Like, everyone's super excited. I've watched a bunch of, like, uh, reactions and just to see how other people reacted to it. And it's, it definitely seems, like, overall very positive. A lot of people are looking forward to the sequel. I'm looking forward to the sequel. And uh, I guess we'll see what happens in, in a month exactly to the day. Yeah, let's go to see what the the chat room's talking about. A lot of the stuff around here. Um, Jakester sharing our, our disappointment in uh, in the the whole stylus thing. Um, sounds like an EA thing, um, which 
Yep. Uh, and uh, they should have released, uh, Alex is saying they should have released a you draw like accessory for levels. That, that can be really cool as well. Um, let's see what else they're saying. Um, and yeah, a lot of their talking about their Amiibo collection and everything, which is great. And uh, I feel like those could be easily added to the top area of the themes and they could, uh, they, they wouldn't be holding back a Mario two theme. I don't see uh, the immense hype. So yeah, I mean, they, a lot of those things could be just, yeah, power-ups that, uh, that we just see if you, you shake the things later, or they come up later when you hold down and everything. There's, there's no telling what's hiding behind uh, the stuff that they have shown us. It's, it's a, like a crazy, crazy thing about Mario maker. Um, Cause you know, what you see on the surface um, there's all, there's often, you know, hidden stuff behind it, um, which is, which is kind of crazy. Uh, let's go move on to uh to pokemon because uh we we knew that there was going to be a pokemon direct uh we got that announcement um a few days ago and we knew that there was going to be a pokemon direct coming uh next week uh is it june 5th is that they're getting the date correct on that things yeah it's next next wednesday next wednesday um but uh we also had a pokemon press conference um the pokemon company did a little uh 30 minute press conference that was actually 30 minutes before uh we went live for this podcast and uh they they shared a few things um uh, yeah, uh, we, we just got fresh off of this, like I said. So, a um, couple, couple quick things that are, are just fun uh, to, to announce that um, Detective Pikachu, uh, the game, not the movie, uh, the game is coming to Switch. Which well, no, is, it's like a sequel. I think it's coming to see, Switch. I, I wondered if it was a sequel as well, but then, then people kind of were, were saying that it was the actual game. So, I, I'm not. Yeah. I, I'm kind of. I, I thought it was a sequel first to start with too. And uh, maybe so it's just a game with additional stuff. Yeah, I think that's the unfortunate uh, thing about um, watching something right before we talk about it because we didn't really have any time to research this. But either Pokemon uh, Detective Pikachu or a Detective Pikachu uh, sequel is coming to Switch, um, one or the other, and which is pretty exciting, I think, for those that uh, that didn't get to play it on 3DS um, or, or for those that did, and maybe they'll, they'll have the sequel on Switch. Um, yeah, any other thoughts about that? Just like that's pretty cool, but um, yeah, yeah, if it's, I mean, I played a little bit of it on the 3DS and I enjoyed what I played, um, but I just, I just didn't have the time to continue. I would like to, like, if it's a, if it's a full game, um, then definitely give it a second shot on the Switch. I haven't seen the movie yet, but if it's a sequel game, hopefully it includes you know stuff from the 3DS version uh, because. It's a fun game for everything I played about it. It's fun. Yeah. Alex is saying that he, he kind of picked it up that maybe the, the conclusion would be closer to the, what the, was in the movie, um, which could be the case. Maybe they just kind of redid the game a little bit. Um, so it's like an alternate version. Maybe it's uh, tied into to the movie, like the uh, Detective Pikachu, the movie game or something. I don't know. Um, 13 <laughs> Exactly. Can't even watch Detective Pikachu yet. Uh, let's see. Speaking of Detective Pikachu, the movie, um, they've announced that more Pokemon movies are coming. Probably no huge surprise. Um, any, any thoughts about that? Um, well, they have the new animated movies coming. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's nothing new. They've been animated movies since what, like '99 or so, like or like 20 years now in, in animated movies. Like yeah. it, it looks good, but mm-hmm. it's no surprise. 
Yeah, not at all. And and to just capitalize on on the the hype, you know, hype of Pokemon right now, it's yeah, no brainer. Keep keep popping out those movies. People are going to keep watching for sure, um, as long as they have time, at least. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see what else did we we heard that. Um, there's a new Pokemon Center uh, coming to Tokyo. They're going to be some collaboration with the new Nintendo store there in, in Tokyo, which is pretty cool. We don't really know a whole lot about that. Um, we also heard they talked about China a lot. Um, they even had uh, the translation of the the entire um, press conference was in Chinese. or um, And so they're, they actually have the first uh, Pokemon game coming to, to China with Pokemon Quest. And it's kind of an updated version uh, of Pokemon Quest with some different uh, stuff kind of built into that. Um is this a is this a good move for for the Pokemon Company, Barry? You think uh, this is this is a, a good deal? Yeah, I, there's a lot there's a lot of fans in China, uh, so I think anytime you bring games to a new market, it's a good deal. The biggest issue with China is, of course, pri- uh, piracy, and they have to make sure that their game isn't pirated or somehow isn't taken advantage of. I know Pokemon Quest does have like a almost a pay-to-win kind of feeling to it. Uh, It's one of the reasons I stopped playing it on the Switch is I just hit that wall, and it was like, you really want to break down this wall? You could do it over the next year, or you can pay us, and you could do it now. And it's like, no, I don't like that. Um, I do hope all the new features that they are adding, uh, they bring over to the the mobile and the Switch version. Uh, For uh, the rest of us, I think that would be cool. They mentioned PvP. Mm -hmm. I'd like to, to see... You know how that works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I hope that's just not, not a Chinese exclusive thing. I was like, oh, that can we get that too? Can 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 you know throw us a bone over here? Yeah. Um, they also talked about a new Pokemon uh, trading sort of system uh, called Pokemon Home, and this is a place where. All the Pokemon can gather between uh, all those different Switch games that are coming out, your 3DS, uh, Pokemon Bank, and the uh, Pokemon Go uh, smartphone game, uh, smartphone app. Um, And they'll have trading functionality built into the the smartphone uh, app as well. And so you can actually uh, trade your Pokemon um, no matter if you're, you know, from Switch or or. Uh, 3ds bank and everything and all kind of centers on this this home uh app and you can actually um kind of do all that within the app and it's going to be uh launching early 2020 so we gotta we gotta wait um you know at, at most a year i think uh maybe a little less than a year uh to to do um to use the pokemon home uh thing is this a is this a good move barry do you, are you excited about uh what pokemon home can bring Oh, I think this is a no-brainer move. Um, I hate the fact that like my original Pokemon are like back on like Pokemon Blue and Pokemon Red. Like they're like pretty much trapped there. I'd have to like do a whole daisy chain to try to weasel them in, and at that point, it'd be like it's just it's too much work. Uh, so I think this is genius, and I'm not sure if this is mobile only because they kind of showed the logo on a Switch as well. So this app may actually be on the Switches, so you can do it either or but i could be wrong it's definitely mobile and the fact that one of the things i stated uh i've I've said this before in previous podcasts when it comes to sword and shield is that pokemon from pokemon let's go pikachu and eevee will be able to be traded over i said it would be really boneheaded to not 
have that feature when you get so many people back into the Pokemon franchise with these games. Mm -hmm. uh, the whole point is to trade. And this confirmed it. This confirmed, yes, the Pokemon from Pokemon Let's Go, Pikachu and Eevee, will in fact be able to be brought over to Pokemon Sword and Shield. What I didn't expect was the Pokemon from Pokemon Go to also be brought over, as well as the 3DS uh, Pokemon Bank, which is, you know, obviously X and Y, Omega Ruby, Sapphire, and, uh, and Sun and Moon, and Ultra Sun and Moon. So that's a lot of different Pokemon. You could, you could literally start Sword and Shield with a whole mess of Pokemon if you, if you played all the previous games and you have everything banked up. Now, I'm not sure, like, the Pokemon Bank, I know, was like a, you had to pay for it. Mm -hmm. uh, it was like a one-time fee. Like, my wife has it. I don't. Uh, my wife has it because I think, you, I think the bank also worked with DS games because I think she was able to bring stuff from, uh, she played uh, Black 2 uh, over, uh, so if that's the case, it involves all the DS games and Heart Gold, Soul Silver, Black and White One and Two, and uh, Platinum, Diamond and Pearl. That's a lot of Pokemon that you can. That's pretty much every Pokemon at that point that you could bring over into Sword and Shield. Right. Um, and that's great. I mean that that is crazy when you think about it. Uh, so I don't know if Pokemon Bank is still available. If they're going to make it free for a limited time, or if you absolutely have to have the Pokemon Bank app. Uh, or this would subsidize the Pokemon Bank app. I do not expect this to be a free app, though, because Pokemon Bank was not. So I do mm -hmm. expect there to be a charge for this. Um, but if that's the case and you're a Pokemaniac, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now, now here's, here's a question. Can you, like, you'd have to do a lot of different stuff, right? But is it possible to bring stuff from, being, bring Pokemon from, the original games, the original Game Boy games into Game Boy Advance, then transfer them over to the DS games and then 3DS and eventually get them into the Pokemon Bank and then get your into Pokemon Home and be able to play them in Sword and Shield? Uh, you would be able to transfer them to, you know what? Oh, shoot, I don't know if there is. Is there a link to the GBA? You could, you could, I think you might be able to link it to the GBA with the the GBA to the DS. I don't think had a link, and I think. But you could put the couldn't you put the the GBA games in the DS, and then. Oh, you know what? Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe uh, Diamond Pearl. You might be able to get them into from the GBA games. So yeah, like I said, I think it's possible. It's just it's a more convoluted thing. Right, right. But maybe that that that'd be the reason why I need to go back and get those other games. Take my original, well, see, my original. That was one of the reasons you went out and bought Pokemon Let's Go is because based, on, based on my suggestion and, uh, that and you it's would be able to bring over the Pokemon. Plastic. And I was right, right? Yeah, see? right, and I, right. And I'm glad I have it. I haven't played it yet, but, but now you got to yeah, do it. I'm very glad. Yeah. <laughs> It's true. Uh, so, so that's exciting stuff. Um, but here, here's something that I, I want to know if you're excited about this. Um, are you excited about playing uh, Pokemon when you're sleeping? Oh, that have, have you that, ever been excited about that? <laughs> you know, I, I was sitting here and that came out of my wife came over and she's looking at me. She's like, what did I hear that? Right. And we're watching this and all we are thinking about is, you know, we, we have two little dogs in bed. They're constantly up and down and moving around. Like they're going to kick this thing off. One of our dogs is going to think this is like a chew toy and just start chewing on in the middle of the night. Our only option is to probably put it under our pillow and get like some kind of radiation poisoning or something from it. I don't know. I don't know if you can put it under the mattress or, or how this thing is going to work. I think, I think one thing that has shown me is that Nintendo still has no idea how to name things. The Pokemon Go++ is 
worse than the Nintendo Wii U or, or, you know, like this is just, or the new 3DS XL. Like th- this is just ridiculous at this point. Like, come on. How about Pokemon go sleep monitor or Pokemon sleep go or something? I don't know. Anything's better than Pokemon go plus plus. Yeah. Yeah. It makes it sound like a programming it, language. It's so crazy. And I'm confused. So they, they talked about Pokemon Sleep, but then they talked about using sleep functionality in Pokemon Go. Are they are they is Pokemon Sleep gonna be a separate thing and that they also are bringing sleep into Pokemon Go? Or is Pokemon Sleep just the piece of Pokemon Go that involves the sleep? tracking i'm i'm confused i don't know i don't know if it works with pokemon go but i don't think it works with pokemon go i think the it acts as a pokemon go plus but i think that the monitor itself works for a new game called pokemon sleep i think it's an entirely new game and they they said like they want you it was funny they said we want you to feel happy and excited when you wake up and it was funny because as that has happening my wife is standing next to me and she's like i already am because i'm alive you know (laughs) like we should all be happy to be woken up and be alive like we don't need oh pokemon that's that's my reason for waking up (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh I, I I wonder. I mean, part of me wondered. Uh, I, I think I even I even tweeted this on our on our Nintendo Fuse uh, Twitter. Just like I wonder if all these these quality of life things that Iwata was you know talked about you know years ago, if that that's kind of like creeping into uh, to to Pokemon Go now and like all this different stuff. Are we going to finally see the uh, the 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 thing that you put on your finger? But what was the called the, the vitality sensor? Is that the next thing coming to Pokemon yep. Go? Yep, that's going to happen. There's going to be one of those, and there's going to be an EKG, the Pokemon Go EKG. You'll have to stick the little nodes all over your body before you fall asleep. And then there's going to be like like uh, one of those masks that you have to wear. Um, like for sleep, test, sleep apnea? Like sleep apnea. <laughs> uh, one of those, and like the better you the better you breathe, the more powerful your Pokemon are going to be. You know, <laughs> They did say there's the, what was the Snorlax thing that's coming to, to Pokemon Go, so maybe the, that has to do with the sleep apnea thing. It's, it's a Snorlax. I don't know. Um, that's just a horrible pun, and we're going to move on. Uh, <laughs> so we so we talked about uh, we talked about um, this this DNA partnership with the Pokemon Company in our last podcast, and they actually showed that off. Um, so after they got done talking about all the sleep stuff, which is kind of crazy, they they brought up uh, the guys from DNA, and uh, we found out that the game that they're working on is called Pokemon Masters. And it's a project that uh, is going to bring all the past and present Pokemon trainers into the game. It is a mobile game, and it's going to come to uh, smartphones, Android, and iOS later in 2019. And uh, I thought it looked pretty cool. Um, What do you think? It kind of made me think of when I first saw Mega Man Star Force. If you've ever played Mega Man like Battle Network and then went to Star Force, like the battle system kind of goes from a Mm. 2D side scroller to like behind the character. And it looked like 3v3, which is weird. We've always had 2v2, never 3v3 as far as I'm aware. And, uh, yeah, I think it looks cool. I think it looks exciting. I think it looks more like a single-player Pokemon game versus, like, Pokemon Go, which is more of a walking simulator. Um, I want to know more. I'm intrigued. Uh, You know, there's a lot of recognizable characters there. The the Elite Four was there, Brock, Misty, um, Mm. stuff like that. So, I, it's too early to tell. I'm excited, but this also could be one of those where you know heavy microtransactions. For all I know, um, I'm just gonna wait and see. But I'm gonna be cautiously optimistic. 
is how I'm going to be on this. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense for sure. Um, and then the last thing that they talked about are uh, this, these Pokemon shirts that I guess are only available in, in Asian countries right now, but soon will be coming into uh, to North America and to Europe. And uh, all the people that actually went to the conference got uh, a free shirt. Um, will you be ordering a, a Pokemon shirt? I don't know if I will. My wife is already planning on working and uh, ordering an EV work shirt, but it depends. I might get a Charizard shirt or something. I'll have to see. Yeah, yeah. I probably won't, but I mean they're cool. But I, I it definitely be one of those things that I I don't think I would wear um, as much. And like I love like the t-shirts and stuff the like guy that. Guy wearing a Pokemon t-shirt it's right totally now. Totally different. Totally different. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't wear I don't wear those kind of clothes actually very often. This is this is my normal attire. So for me to dress up with Pokemon, I like I don't know. Like that that's that's a little bit much um, for me. But maybe maybe I'll I'll change it. Who knows? Um, and uh, hey, yeah, you you can get one of each of them, and you could wear a different Pokemon shirt for 151 days straight. And then you could recycle, and you could just do nothing but wearing Pokemon shirts. And you, your your wife would, you know, really not have to worry about doing that much laundry, you know, because you'd always have clean clothes. At least she could do laundry every once in 151 days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably won't do that. So, but anyway, uh, let's let's move on to uh, a couple of quick uh, news stories before we. Uh, be- before we move on to our E3 predictions um, again, before, before we even jumped into that, the Pokemon direct coming uh, next week. Um, we'll talk about that um, during our, our next podcast. Uh, we'll talk about that during our, our E3 kind of recap. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't know what they're going to really share. I mean, it's going to be focused on sword and shield. Um, they didn't really talk about that at all today, except for saying that, uh, that it's coming next week. And so we'll, we'll learn a lot about, uh, Pokemon sword and shield, uh, next Wednesday. So tune into Nintendo fuse to, to learn about that and discuss it and everything. But, uh, did, did you see this, uh, this, this little bit of news, uh, Barry about, uh, unity support coming to, uh, to Labo VR. No, I did not. Tell me about you it. Did. See that? that that's about all I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I honestly you like, lead in. So, so Unity actually they just tweeted it out and said that it's uh that that uh support is coming and that's that's about all they said um as of this morning when I was when I was uh you know seeing all this this research and or did a little tiny bit of research on it. That's really all I could find uh as of this morning. So I that that intrigues me because I think you know we've talked about uh the potential there uh, of Labo VR and now getting Unity uh, support that that's just kind of I mean what kind of doors could that open I'm I mean it's total speculation right now what are they going to do with with that are we going to see um, more built-in you know uh, additions to to existing games are they going to be building more games just built for that are we actually going to see it um, you know, like what we've talked about, um, actual, like not just the, the, the cardboard versions, are we actually going to see real, um, glasses, like plastic ones or something like that made for it? Are we actually going to see, you know, if, if, you know, um, switch plus or pro or whatever comes out and it's going to be a real VR, like, is this, uh, does this point to all that stuff or is it just kind of, Oh, Hey, we may actually see some better, you know, demos in, in Labo VR. And that's all, that's all there is. I think what what's going to happen, and I could be completely off base, but I do think there is going to be a company 
whether it be Nintendo or not, that's going to make an actual headset version of the Labo VR, not made of cardboard, something that's a little more sturdy with the glasses, you know, the lenses and all that, to slide your Switch into. And then, you know, what you're going to see is you're going to see a lot of PS4 VR games start to come over with the Unity support. And they'll be just, the companies will just be like, holy crap, I can easily port this to the Switch VR. Like, that's, that's it. You know, just, just quickly start porting games. And uh, I think if that would be the case, that'd be a really cool experience. Again, my biggest issue with Labo VR was the refresh rate on the screen. And it did give me some headaches and nausea. And a lot of things were very blurry. They did not, they were not clear. And if this is the case, if I had the same game on PSVR as a PS4 and the Switch VR, unless I was out and about and I needed it for convenience sake, I would play it on the PSVR because of the higher refresh rate. Now, if there is a Switch Pro, and I hope there is, that'd be really cool. I would love to see it with more power. That would be a game changer and definitely lead more in this direction i could be completely off base and none of this comes to fruition and all it means is look we're going to put our tools out there it's up to developers to decide to use it and no one decides it's worth using and that's the end of that yeah yeah that it would make sense i feel like some some of the games that actually have imported over already like the don't talk and some or what's, what's that uh, don't stop talking and no one explodes or whatever that game is i thought it was so weird to like have it just on the switch screen so to actually have it um in the in the 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 vr um headset which would make a lot more sense so if they're porting over games like that i, I could see that that working pretty well but if they're going to port over like real good games then they're going to look really really bad on the labo vr like i'm not i'm not for that at all um but uh let's see uh who said the uh oh man it like flew up real quick because i know you guys are talking real quick um yeah someone said there it is jakester jakester talked about uh tetris tetris effect if they bring over that he's he's signed up immediately uh have you played tetris effect i i know so many people are so hyped about this game and i've not played it I own it, and I have not played it. <laughs> it's one of the many. Um, but yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about Tetris Effect. It's one I would like to play. It's one, if I really wanted to, I could just leave this podcast right now and play it, but I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> I appreciate that. One, one, of these, one of these days, I'll get around to it. It's just not high on my priority list. Yeah. 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 I... I who knows what's actually going to happen, uh, but I guess we'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, maybe we'll talk about it. Maybe we'll know more uh, on by the time our next podcast rolls around. Uh, so I, I hear that GameStop made some recent changes, Barry, that you're so excited about. You want to talk about that a little bit? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I already, unfortunately, <clears throat> have gone into one of my local GameStops. And I ranted and raved to one of my friends who, God bless his soul, I'm glad he didn't kick me out of the store. Um, because he, he is an awesome, awesome person. And he had no choice but to stay positive about this and he you know I, I understand this difficult position but yeah gamestop has decided to do a test this is a test um but they uh they're doing a test change to the power up pro cards uh for those that don't know power up pro is their membership uh they've had it 
forever. Uh, it used to be called like the Edge Card, and they've, they've changed the name, but the benefits have always been the same. It's been mm-hmm. $15 a year, 10% off all pre-owned products, and you get Game Informer magazine. <clears throat> On top of coupons, like you get a buy two, get one free when you sign up or renew, and a bunch of other things. And you know they did the Elite Pro uh, a year back mm-hmm. uh, for the 20% off. That was great. They canceled it after competition. But fine, whatever. Keep status quo. Now they're like, we're going to do something different. Instead, we're going to change it up. So we're going to raise the price from 15 to 20. That's a strike right there and five bucks more. We're going to make it so that you get a $5 coupon every single month that's usable on anything, pre-owned or new. Hey, that's a plus. This coupon cannot be carried over, meaning if you don't use it by the end of May and June hits around, you lose that $5 coupon. It is gone. So they're forcing you to, to come in and spend it on something. Right. That's a negative. It's all going to total sixty dollars. So you're spending twenty, you're getting sixty, you're getting you know forty dollars extra, which is great. But because you can't stack it, you have to do twelve separate purchases. If this was all they're changing, even with this stupid no carryover on the five dollar thing, I would be fine paying the extra five bucks a month. I would, or a year. I mean, um, especially because you use the I use the points to renew, yeah. so I don't doesn't spend anything. And you can but get the, it back in a way. You get so. it back right away. Yeah. Yeah. But they're taking away the 10% off pre-owned. They are removing a benefit they've had for like 20 years. They're just killing it. Oh. <laughs> Which is just what? No. So now that's like that's the main reason people sign up for that. A hundred percent the main the, reason. Yeah. Like I, I only actually signed up for maybe one or two years over, over the last several years, but that was the reason why yeah. was, was that, that, that was it. <laughs> that, that was the biggest draw. That's because GameStop would always say, Hey, buy the used version, buy the used version. That's where they made their most money. So now if you have like, like for example, if there's a 60 hour game, <clears throat> let's take Yoshi. Yoshi came out 60 hours. Someone, decides to trade it in, GameStop will sell it for $55. So with $55, okay, well, if you get 10% off, it's now down to 50. There's your incentive to purchase the pre-owned if you save 10 bucks. Now, you don't have to wait for the pre-owned. You could just buy it brand new, but you only save $5. Um, that's it. And, and GameStop is the company that will take a gutted copy and sell it to you with a brand new price, even though it's already been opened, probably taken home by an employee and played. And... Uh, yeah. So this system is absolutely terrible. Uh, I think it's, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be part of the end of them, at mm. least the end of the GameStop as we know. And thankfully right now, this is a test. This is in test markets. Hopefully it fails the test. I know one of the reasons they're doing this is because they, their pre-owned sales have come down mm. um, naturally. Uh, digital sales are sadly on the rise and they're trying to stay current because you can use this $5 coupon on digital products. You can buy the digital copy of Mario Maker 2, for example, and get $5 off of it right at launch, which is cool. But mm-hmm. because these coupons don't carry over and you lose the 
they're catering to the, the people who are just buying digital and they're ignoring the people that also buy used. Had they kept it, had they said, we're going to charge you $5 extra, we're going to give you these $5 monthly coupons, and we're going to keep the 10%, I don't think people would really have a problem with that price increase. Mm-hmm. But they're not doing it. And they're banking on people not using all their coupons. So if you use four coupons a year, GameStop is happy because while you may have broke even, you also had to make four purchases at them that you might not have made had you not had that incentive. Right. And you probably spent more than $5 on those things. You're not going to go in and buy the little cheap things every time. Yeah. You have to go in and buy like the Think Geek cheap stuff um, to just to say, oh, this is $5 here, $5, boom, it's it's free for me. Um, even if you even if you do that though, you still got to go in twelve times a year. If you go in twelve times a year, the odds are you're going to see something else to get. So GameStop's happy either way. I mean, from a, from a evil corporation business model, this is genius. It absolutely is a genius move. But for being in touch with their consumers, their clientele, their bread and butter employees, it, it's. Honestly, it's it's you know the term peon existed for a reason, and that's what they're treating the rest of us like. Mm-hmm. Um, and I even told I told like all my friends I said when when my elite pro ends, if this goes into fruition, outside of exclusives, GameStop loses all my business. Like mm-hmm. I am I'm not going to buy there anything anymore um, because it's it's a ridiculous slap in the face. Yeah. Yeah. I think like you said, I mean, actually, you know, if they, if they stopped at just the, the price increase and giving you the coupons, that would almost be enough for that would cause me to actually think about becoming a member again, actually, because they were like, Oh, well, I just spent five more dollars than I would have before, but I actually get coupons on top of the discounts. Hmm. And if they, if they did that, I wouldn't use them all. And they'd probably actually make money on me. They'd actually get $20 out of me that I normally would not have spent on a membership at all. But to do that and then take away the discounts, that's so crazy. Like, well, the, they, I went from, ooh, I'm interested. Nope, I'm not interested at all. Nope, I'm not even going to give it another thought. Yeah. And you could, you know, a lot of people, it's funny because a lot of people, they want to go digital. I understand that if that's what you're your cup of tea is but if you wait and you go on the sales even like gamestop does you know they'll do like the four for 20s or the you know two for 30s on on 20 30 dollar games just to like move them and then you get the additional 10 percent off of that you you save a lot of money on games that are still 50 60 dollars digitally mm-hmm. um you know gamestop is an evil corporation just like most of them are but if you play it right like you can get a lot. Like I, I have the full Wii set now. And if it wasn't for GameStop, I wouldn't have the full Wii set because I would go in there and they would have 99 cent games, dollar 99 games, two 99 games. And they would be doing a buy two, get one free. And like, I would see these people walk and they'd be buying like the newest FIFA, the newest Madden, it'd be like 60 bucks. And I'll walk up with a stack of like 95 games and they'll ring it up and it'll be like, $32 $32 and 50 cents. <laughs> it's like, okay, you know, and it, it, it's insane what you can do when you know how to play the system, when you know how to work it, when you know how to wait for sales. And for that GameStop is great. And to lose, uh, you know, even as evil as they are, they're the only national game store left. There's mom and pops. 
in my area, there's probably mom and pops in other places. Um, but even those, those are struggling. And if GameStop goes, that's a big blow to a lot of companies, especially because GameStop does exclusive stuff with Nintendo. So where they get, I mean, Xenoblade Chronicles only came to America because GameStop said, we'll bring it out to America. If there's no company doing that anymore, where does Operation would, Rainfall go? Where's yeah? Where's Operation Rainfall go? So I mean, they did like Katamari Damacy. They just did um, the physical in America. That was exclusive. They have their own you know company that that they've been publishing games. Um, those games wouldn't get published. So they do a lot of good. It's just kind of hidden behind the bad, hmm. and this is one of the bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Well, I hope they, uh, like you said, it's just a test. So maybe they, they learn their lessons and maybe your friend's able to, you know, pass on your information to the, the powers that be and, and uh, a lot of other people out there. So if you're listening to the podcast, you're watching it and, uh, and you do have a GameStop in your area um, and they're testing this stuff out, make sure you let them know. Um, Cause I mean, I, I'm guessing with a test, they do want to maybe hear from, from their, uh, their their customers about you know if this is actually good or not and so uh maybe maybe they'll actually listen and and change things around we'll see all right well that's a lot of news that's that's a lot that was enough for a podcast in and of itself but but there's more because e3 is upon us e3 is only uh maybe what two weeks away two weeks away today uh from e3 like in two weeks we'll be talking about all the E3 goodness, all the stuff that we're going to be learning. We're actually, uh, as we said in our last podcast, similar to this one, we're moving it from Monday to Tuesday because uh, our regular scheduled uh, podcast is set to be the week of E3. And we thought, hey, let's go ahead and just move it from Monday night to Tuesday night uh, because of that. And so on June 11th, we'll be back again with another podcast uh, talking about all the the stuff that we've heard at E3 in addition to the, the Pokemon Direct. There's gonna be so much again in two weeks, but uh, let's let's turn the page into prediction town. Let's let's talk about our predictions because we've been we've been holding back. In fact, the last couple podcasts we've been holding back, and we're gonna say you know we're saving for the podcast, saving it for episode one seventy five, so we can actually talk about our predictions. So uh, each of us kind of prepared uh, five predictions, um, and uh, is that right? We we did say five, right? That's that's all I prepared. Yes, five. Uh, okay. So, and we also got Greg's. I'll save Greg's uh, to the last um, because he's not here to talk about them. So, I'll go ahead and uh, kind of save his last. But we will bring up Greg's predictions at the end. Feel free if you're watching uh, live, go ahead and throw your predictions uh, in the chat. We'd love to uh, to hear about your predictions. Um, and if you're listening or watching after the fact, um, throw a comment down there. Um, you know, now or later, we want to hear your predictions as well. Um, don't like wait to like after E3 and put your predictions down there, you cheaters. Um, <laughs> we want to know ahead of time. Uh, so, Barry, how about we uh, kind of just go through one at a time? And, uh, you know, like we've done before, you know, if, if, you know, some of them kind of uh, coincide. You know, one you say um, is also on my list. I can I can talk about that and everything, and then we'll kind of just work our way through our uh, our five predictions. So uh, yeah, go ahead and go first, and whichever one you want to throw out first, go for it. All right. So my first prediction is this: is that Nintendo is going to come out and they're going to revive a dormant franchise. Uh, it could be something like F Zero or Excite Bike, or uh, you know maybe Golden Sun or the Wars series. If I had to pick, um, it's probably going to be Kid Icarus, but my hope would be Star Tropics out of nowhere. Um, But I do think 
you know, Nintendo blew their big load in 2017 with, you know, Mario and Zelda. And obviously we know Metroid is on the way, but it's been delayed. Uh, Pokemon is, is its own beast and it's coming out itself. So where else do you go? You know, I'm not expecting another Mario Kart or anything. I want to see them while, while the switch is hot, let's try bringing out these new franchises. Cause it did work well with kid Icarus on the 3ds. Um, they also brought pilot wings back for the 3ds. So let's see them bring, you know, something else back out. Cool. Cool. That'd be awesome. Um, yeah. I, you know, we've talked about some of this stuff before. Some, it's interesting that you start with that one. Cause I, I think I was like, I remember a prediction very much like this as we are talking about uh, this year. And some of my predictions are, are coming back into my list as well. Um, but uh, I, I, star topics would be fun to, to come back and hopefully they, you know, work in the, the right, um, the, the way to do a little, uh, the little digital thing or whatever and dip it in into water again. That'd be, <laughs> not mess that up for everybody this time. <laughs> uh, let's they brought see. that game back into the limelight with the NES, you sure. know, Switch app. So let's let's make something happen. Star Tropics Three, baby. There you go. All right, all right. That's a good. That's a solid one. Um, I I would be happy if if that happens. Uh, I'm gonna go with this one uh, only because of, in connection with what we talked about already in the podcast because of the Mario Maker Direct. And because of the Pokemon uh, Sword and Shield Direct that's happening before E3, I'm going to predict that both of those games only get mentioned in the Direct and no actual details. Um, I'm This is a hope and a desire that I know uh, Barry shared a little bit last time, but I'm going to go out and predict that uh, they, they moved those to directs beforehand so that they can save room in the in the direct itself to make room for really exciting things um so that mario maker and uh and pokemon sword and shield will only barely get mentioned in the in the uh, the actual e3 direct uh see that's that's that kind of goes with one of mine um, okay. except i elaborated on it <clears throat> okay. um i say that uh, during the direct, we will see some footage and information on some of the big titles of 2019, being Animal Crossing, Luigi's Mansion 3, Astro Chain, and maybe even Bayonetta 3 for Lucky. But because of the Mario Maker 2 direct and the Pokemon Sword and Shield direct, along with Demon X Machina, Link's Awakening, and Marvel's, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 and Fire Emblem, all of those titles will not even be mentioned in the Direct, but instead be re- relegated to the Treehouse afterwards. And that's where we're going to get the footage of that. They're not, they're, they're, they're trimming, and I don't want to say trimming the fat because none of those games are fat. Those games are amazing. But we already know a lot of information about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 just had a big game informer uh, expose. Demon X Machina, we had the demo. Link's Awakening is a remake. We've played the original game. Uh, Fire Emblem had a Direct or, or, or most of a, a Nintendo Direct really already. Uh, I'm, I predict we're going to see all that stuff in the Treehouse to reaffirm here's what's coming. But they're saving for the Nintendo E3 specific Direct more new stuff. Luigi's Mansion 3, Animal Crossing, Astral Chain, and, and Bayonetta 3, we've seen virtually nothing on or, or vague anything. Animal Crossing, we've seen Tom Nook sitting at a desk. You know, Luigi's Mansion 3, we've seen some some brief snippets of footage. Uh, Astral Chain, we saw a really cool trailer, but no real like true gameplay or how it works. And there's a lot of questions. And Bayonetta 3, again, an awesome cinematic, um, but again, we, we, we need to see more. So those ones, I predict, will be there. Um, 
and along with surprises, of course, but but everything yeah. else relegated to Treehouse. That that totally makes sense, and yeah, I love how you expanded upon that because I I forgot there's there are a handful of other games as well that that should be put in that list too that that we should just hey these are coming out you'll see more in the treehouse let's move on to the big stuff that we that you have you don't really know anything about and uh, yeah like trimming the fat's not the the right word but but like they're they're just clearing the deck I think uh, Apple did this a little bit um, like last uh fall or whatever with one of their big presentations they they got all the information oh hey we're updating the mac we're updating this we're updating that because they're small updates they got it out there so they could actually focus on a different direction in their actual presentation and i think i think that's what we're saying is get the get the little stuff out of the way that we don't need to focus a lot of time on and let's focus on the the big stuff that's that's really exciting that we know nothing about so all right let's see um Ooh, I feel like the rest of mine are kind of, I mean, that's not really, really big, uh, but I'm, I'm just going to go out, going on a limb on all these, but uh, I'm just going to go, I'm going to go for one of the big ones. I think um, it's, it's been long enough. I think it's been a long enough. We're going to actually get a, I mean, who knows it might change, but we're going to get a launch window announced for Metroid prime four. I think uh, they'll, they'll actually say, Hey, you know what? We've been working hard on the game. We're going to give you a launch window. It, that launch window is probably going to be changed three times before it actually is released. But I think they're going to try to give us a, a launch window. And that, that launch window, I have no idea when it is. It's in at least late 2020. Um, but uh, maybe maybe later than that. But I think we're actually going to get something. And I'll say late 2020 or or after is, is when I think that launch window is going to be. I think that – I think – if they do show anything of Metroid, um, we're we're not even going to get a launch window. I think if anything, we're just going to see 2020 appear, like not even saying December 31st, 2020 or holiday 2020. I think just 2020, like they're just going to leave it ambiguous at this point. Yeah. Yeah. But and yeah. then we all know when it says 2020, we mean <laughs> like December 31st, 2020. <laughs> or, or like, well, that's what the retailers will show because it's a placeholder. But right. yeah, like I agree. I think it, I think Metro Prime 4 will be the holiday title for next year. Um, but I mean, we might, I, I'd not put uh, seeing Metro Prime 4 at all. Um, and I don't, I, I don't think we will, but I do hope we do. So we'll, we'll guess we'll see. Uh, all right. So my next one. I think we're going to see a surprise third-party collaboration. Possibly Ubisoft again, but something along the lines of Marion Rabbids and Starlink. This could be DLC for another game or a full game. Uh, maybe Sega will come out and make another F-Zero, Capcom another Zelda, or Namco another Star Fox. I don't know, but I just predict there's going to be some kind of surprise. Because two years ago, we had Mario and Rabbids was a surprise um, shown off at E3, and then last year with Starlink, with Star Fox, was a surprise. I think they're going to continue that trend. Well, again, I'm not sure if it's going to be Ubisoft again or another company. I don't know if it's going to be in Nintendo's show or an Ubi's show or another company like uh, the other the other announcements mm-hmm. were. But I think we're going to get another surprise collaboration this year. It would be following a, a really good trend because both of those are great collaborations so far. Maybe we'll actually see uh, that that dormant um, Nintendo game that Ubisoft put on the shelf long ago. Oh, that's <laughs> a party game for the Wii U that's still sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the big surprise. Yeah, I, I think it's been cool. I mean, Nintendo is is definitely shown their cards that like they want to make this, these collaborations work, and it's and it's been re- like big successes for them, especially. Mario and Rabbids. I mean, um, 
Starlink should have been a lot bigger, um, but but a lot of people haven't really jumped on it as much as the, as they should have been. I mean, it's it's been good, but not at the at the level of of Mario and Rabbids. Um, but uh, but yeah, that'd be really exciting for sure. Um, let's see. Oh, what do I say next? I I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go. <laughs> this one's ridiculous. Um, I. I want it to happen, but I really don't think it's going to. Um, but I, I'm going to make it a prediction. I think Nintendo is going to get to the point where, you know what? There was a certain game that that did really well. And uh, I think a lot of people would want a sequel to that game. And so they're going to announce the Super Mario Galaxy 2 is coming. I think uh, they're going to announce the sequel to, to Mario, Mario Galaxy, Galaxy 2. 2. I'm, not Galaxy. <laughs> I'm in Odyssey. <laughs> Odyssey. <laughs> Galaxy. I'll, I'll tell you what, Steve. Awesome. Not only have they announced Super but Mario Galaxy 2, but you can play it right out. now. <laughs> it's already out. And I loved it better than the first one. Uh, but yes, sorry. Odyssey. Man, that's a good catch. I mean, it seemed like an idiot. Yes. Super Mario Odyssey 2. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Maybe I, Odyssey 2 is a Galaxy crossover. I can I can see them doing that. I mean, they they did it. They did that with Galaxy, so it's not unprecedented um mm-hmm. especially if they reuse a lot of the assets i mean we've we've been clamoring for odyssey dlc and while they've given us like the luigi's balloon world and a bunch of different costumes and obviously the the labo vr uh dlc like we wanted like isle delfino we wanted new worlds and they uh they haven't delivered on that and and that was almost it's coming up two years now uh, for Odyssey already. Wow. Wow. Time flies. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, uh, what I, I love, what that. I really hope is that the, not the entire game's not in VR though. Like oh, don't, God, make it no. a, don't make it a VR. Like, no. uh, I'm done. You know, Labo VR exclusive. <laughs> done. Done. The little DLC was fine, but yeah, no, but that's it. All right. <laughs> here, here's, I'm making a bold prediction here. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> a bold, not, not out of left field, but kind of out, out of left field when dealing with Nintendo. Um, we're going to see just as many, if not more, third-party games shown off in Nintendo's presentation versus first-party. Possibly mention uh, some indies, including maybe another indie collab like the Cadence of Hyrule. Um, there's a rumor of Witcher 3. Maybe we'll see Rockstar finally join the Switch lineup. But I'm going to say one of those third-party titles will be an exclusive. So I think we're going to see more third party this year. I think a lot of people are like, all right, the Switch is, is the real deal. They're going to overtake. And I think Nintendo's going to be proud. I mean, you look at, like I said, if they if they relegate all those titles I mentioned before to just the treehouse, and they've, they've obviously taken Mario Maker 2 and Pokemon Sword and Shield out of their thing, they want that room. And if they could highlight third party, third party, third party, third party, check it out. We're proud to have these. We're proud to have these exclusives as well. Um I think that would be amazing. And if, if the third party outweighs the first party, which I don't know if that's ever happened, um, I think it would be a true turning point. So, well, I guess we'll see. Mm. But that's my bold prediction. That That is bold. It, I just noticed something. As I'm looking at my, my prediction list, <laughs> I was I am totally going the opposite direction of you because you're talking about like third party support. And, and just spoiler alert, all of my 
predictions are first party related because <laughs> I don't <laughs> think they're going that way at all. Like it would be awesome. <laughs> Absolutely awesome if they did, but I really, yeah, I, it's, it's definitely a bold prediction uh, given their track record. That's not usually the case, but I'd be incredibly excited if, if that was the case. Um, all right, let's, let's move on to, uh, to one of my other uh, first party uh, predictions. Um, I, I'm going to say that, uh, that we are going to finally see uh, the SNES online. Um, and and I'm going to go even farther to say that they're gonna, that's going to be one of their announcements that they're going to say, and it goes live today or goes live this week. Um, we're going to get it the week of E3 is when it's going to launch. So SNES going to be added to the NES online um, functions for Nintendo online service. And uh, we're going to get at least the week of E3. I think that's something we've all been expecting much longer <laughs> and, and it would be awesome to see. I, I hope that happens. I hope they bring other consoles too. Uh, I think that'd be great. It's not something I put, but I think that would be awesome to, to have them throw out there. My, my final prediction should come as no surprise <laughs> because my final prediction has been a prediction of mine, I think, for like the last three years now. We're going to finally see what Retro is working on. I know they're doing Metroid Prime 4, but they have been doing something else. They haven't been just sitting there twiddling their thumbs. They, they, Metroid Prime 4 can't be the entire Retro team. There has to be a smaller team while they finish up whatever they're doing. And because of Metroid Prime 4, they have to show us what they've been working on uh hopefully with the release date um another thing to go along with that is also monolith soft hopefully they show us their next project as well they're nowhere near as bad as retro in terms of uh you know not showing us but it's been you know a, a two years since xenoblade 2 it's been a year since torna if it's going to be like a xenoblade chronicles x or a xenoblade chronicles 1 port if it's going to be a xeno saga trilogy port or if it's going to be a brand new xeno game or another brand new game entirely i think we're going to see what retro and monolith soft have been working on mm. yeah well i've been hoping for that for a while and i've been agreeing with you uh barry i i Maybe this year, this is finally the time where two weeks from now, you'll actually be like, I finally know what they're working on. And I hope it follows up with, it's followed up with, and I'm so excited. Yeah, uh, oh, absolutely. I have to keep doing it because the second I don't do it, then it's going to come and then I'll be like, oh man, you know, the one time I decided not to put that down. <laughs> right. And meanwhile, we find out that they've been only working on a baby's sequel. With, and uh, that's, that's all it is now. <laughs> <laughs> oh god that was ubisoft <laughs> um all right so my final one it, it's not it's not too far out there it, it's a fairly safe one but uh but it's also one that I, I i would really i'd be really excited um that i think the uh the next zelda title and uh, not a remake or anything like that i think they're going to tease the next zelda game i think uh they we we've normally you know got a lot of uh things way in advance um i'm not expecting a whole lot of information maybe a really quick teaser but something again kind of like what we did at breath of the wild all of a sudden do we just see the world open up and we go oh, i can't wait for that and we may have to wait like five years but uh but i think they're gonna they're gonna give us a little nugget to see what the the next zelda game will be like well they did say that they wanted a zelda game a year 
2017 had Breath of the Wild. 2018 had the remake of Hyrule Warriors. 2019 has Link's Awakening. So I don't know if they'll exactly do that to steal Thunder from Link's Awakening. Because I definitely know there, there's a sequel uh, or a new mainline Zelda game in the works. But I don't know if they'll do that with Link's Awakening also coming out. Because if they do this big, grandiose, brand new Zelda game, that's clearly going to overshadow Link's Awakening. And already in my prediction, that's not even in their direct. It's in the treehouse. I don't know if they would necessarily want that. That, that might be one of the big, that's going to be one of their big holiday titles. That's true. So, I mean, yeah. they might. It's your prediction, but I, yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe a lot of these, to be honest, are just things that I want. Um. <laughs> I try to be a little more realistic, <laughs> but it could happen. We could be sitting there watching it and it goes off and you'll be like, I told you so. And I'll be like, hey, hey they did it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll definitely be happy for sure if that, if that happens, because uh, it's it's always maybe exciting too. to see see what they're just a little peek behind, you know, and then we spend, you know, the next five years just speculating on what is that little, little, you know, two second clip that we got? What's that really mean and everything? But that's just, that's the fun. That's the, that's the is high line. girl this time. <laughs> uh, let's go to the chat a little bit and see kind of some of the predictions that you guys have been talking about. Uh, Jakester had to head out, um, but he did, uh, I think, drop some some uh predictions may get no, up there jared had to leave or jared was still there. Was. Jigster, Jigster's still there jared had to leave um jared said that uh oh his power was going out so that's why a stupid storm um his predictions are maybe a short trailer for metroid prime so we were kind of thinking a little along the same thing maybe a trilogy announcement to hold us over that that would be a really good idea if if they do have that they say hey here's your window but yes announce the trilogy that'd be really cool um more info on animal crossing and luigi's mansion new smash brothers character announcements uh cadence of hyrule drops that day he's he's thinking it drops that day um it did seem like it was pretty far along at least from the little clips that we've gotten before so there's a rumor it's coming to this week Ooh, okay so that that could (laughs) his prediction oddly could be wrong because it comes earlier um and then uh yeah there's just a few more games uh predicted he'd also like to see a switch pro or a pro dock but he doubts it um i think nintendo's went on on record to say it's just going to be focused on software um i'm guessing at the direct i I don't expect them to throw any new hardware stuff at us during the the treehouse live so i'm assuming we're not going to get see any new hardware at at all during the c3 um let's see what else um looks like then there was some discussion about uh gamestop having you know fun around that and everything but then um Main focus possibilities, Link's Awakening, Animal Crossing, and Luigi. That's what Jakester's saying. Uh, maybe revive Wii Sports and like a Switch Sports thing, you're saying. Um, that could be that could be interesting. Um, I think a lot of people would like that. Jakester also wants a surprise port to the Switch of Persona 5, Definitive Edition. Kind of go along with, uh, with with Joker from Smash Brothers. That could, that could be really cool. And uh, let's see... Um, get another 20 E3 2017 uh, moment where we just get a logo in a year. I'm thinking I, I, he's probably talking about uh, with um, uh, Metroid Prime, I think, with that. And uh, Wonderful 101 sequel would be awesome. Uh, I know a lot of people would be really happy about that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Any, any of these, uh, the thoughts from the, from the chat kind of 
pop up any ideas, uh, Barry, that you, you'd be uh, excited if any of these things happen? Uh, I'd be excited if all those things happened. I think Wonderful 101 uh, should be a no-brainer. I'd love to see, uh, you know, GTA 5 or Injustice 2 and, and obviously mm-hmm. Persona 5. Uh, I know we're getting the um, the Dynasty Warriors-type Persona 5 game, um, at least in Japan it's going to the Switch, with Joker in it. But I really, I really think Persona 5... Some form of it needs to get on the Switch, um, especially with Joker. I mean, it's, people want it. They know people want it. Obviously, you know, Shin Megami Tensei 5 is still coming out. How about that game? Maybe that game will be shown off. I think most people have forgotten about that game by now, but it's an exclusive. I did. <laughs> Actually, I, I, for part of me goes, wasn't that already released? <laughs> no, no. It was shown off at the original yeah. Switch presentation. And it's just like it's still in development, so maybe that will finally be shown off. There's another prediction for you, <laughs> just there you go. out of nowhere. Funny enough, it's on Greg's. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it's not on Greg's list, but uh, yeah, there's lots of stuff could happen. Uh, do we? I can't remember. Do we have a, an approximate length of time for for this direct? Um, a lot of times they give us that ahead of time. I don't know if we have it yet. Not to my knowledge, I'm guessing probably around 35 minutes, maybe. That's more. usually where they where they shoot, yeah. like that 35 to 40 minute range. So it'd be. Uh, I, I hope it's an action packed one. I hope it. I hope they keep it moving and some really cool stuff because they have like the Treehouse Live to dive into the, like the the further stuff. You're like, hey, you showed off, hit it quick, and then you know spend an hour talking about it at, at Treehouse Live. That's awesome. I love that. But uh, but keep it moving. Get get us some uh, really exciting, cool stuff happening here in direct. Definitely. All right. Well, let's talk about uh, Greg's uh, predictions. He he was gracious enough to send this uh, send these to us ahead of time. He does have a list of ten. Um, but he has them uh, categorized in safe and out there. So, uh, so let's let's go with the safe list first. Uh, so he he thinks uh, number one that there would be Animal Crossing uh, trailer and name. We'll get the final name along with the trailer for Animal Crossing. I think that's that's pretty safe, right? Yeah, I, that's one of the ones I said. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's safe. Um, safe. And then uh, he thinks uh, Fire Emblem Three, uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. <laughs> uh, it's that's hard to say. Fire Emblem Three Houses, uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses trailer. Um, I disagree with that. We'll see. That's true. Is that that's one of the ones you, you <coughs> thought would just like be hit just and move tree on? House. Yeah, I, I said that one be in the treehouse because they, the tree house. they the last actual Nintendo Direct they they spent a good chunk of time on that and that that comes out in July. Uh, I think you know the treehouse is more than enough. We want to see new things. We don't want to see a game we just saw twenty five minutes on or whatever before. Right. And I feel like at this point, the the treehouse is the best place for that game as well. Yes. Like we yeah. we know enough from the trailers. Now let dig in deeper to that game. That show trailer us that too place. was very story focused. It was talking about mm-hmm. the different the, the, the three obviously the three houses, different instructors, the, the the students you can have, the the mentality between them. Like it was very story focused, but it was very light on gameplay. And that's what the treehouse excels at. So. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, he thinks uh, a Link's Awakening remake trailer. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I see. I, I think that's even going to go to uh, the treehouse, but you know, it could it could very well get into direct. That's true. Uh, an astral train trailer, astral chain trailer. <laughs> that one, yeah. And uh, Smash uh, DLC character number two. Oh, he actually says, sorry, <clears throat> next Smash DLC characters two. He thinks there's going to be two announced. 
Um, of the, you know, of neither of us said anything about that, but that's true. We, we totally love Smash. I, I totally did. I think that's a safe bet. I think we will see a Smash DLC character. Yeah. Do you think we'll see two? I think we'll see one. I think um, we'll see sure. one in the direct and one maybe in the treehouse. They might have us all stand around waiting just to announce Wii Fit Trainer or something. I don't know. Right. I think we're going to see one at the tournament. Oh, um, yeah, that's true. The tournament. I think the tournament would be one and maybe... I think maybe a second one in the direct. I I don't know. I don't know if they would announce one in the in the the treehouse, but but I think the tournament would be the the perfect place for them to announce at least one, um, for sure. All right, let's see. Any thoughts on those? Um, never played Link's Awakening. Jakester says, uh, "Was that <laughs> was that a good game at the time?" Um, we disagree on this, Jakester. Uh, so uh, <laughs> um, Barry thinks it's one of the greatest games at all time, and I disagree. Uh, yeah, you disagree because you have to switch buttons. You're, you're that's weird. Right. I have to switch weird. buttons so much is ridiculous. Um, but I'm excited about the remake because that's going to go away and I'll be able to just experience the game as it was meant to be played in my opinion. Um, (laughs) which is totally against because it was, I think it was, it was, it was held back because of the game boy, but, but the game itself, you're dead to me, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) we'll move on to uh greg's out there predictions he says he says these are out there so let's let's see how how out there they are um he says fire emblem genealogy holy war the fire emblem 4 remake announced for switch well they did do the um the fire emblem echoes was a remake of fire emblem gaiden so uh, they they very well could continue the echo series but with three houses Coming out in July, I do not see them confusing people more with a second Fire Emblem announced so close. Right. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I totally agree that it's it would be too confusing. That that's um, what he like a pipe dream for him, but in reality, it doesn't make yeah, sense. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> I do want to point Jakester saying. I mean, I have to switch buttons for Link to the past and design have an issue with that. Um, it's different. It's different. Uh, yeah, let's, let's move on to a uh, new F-Zero game revealed. That That's one of my dormant franchise that's, ideas. So, yeah, that, I agree. It's out there, but... I would love it. We would love it. Bring it on. Mm-hmm. About time they would bring that back. Um, and in the meantime, you know, fast racing, is a, it's, a, it's a good, you know, it's okay, but F-Zero needs to come back for sure. Uh, number three, and SNES games are coming to Switch for, for, via the SNES online, and we see a trailer. He thinks that's out there. I think it's going to happen. I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, he also thinks the Metroid Prime 4 information and a port of the trilogy coming. Uh, the port coming next year, though, he says. Not this year. Okay. I I think if if that port's coming, it, it is coming this year. Like, why yeah. wouldn't it? But uh, next year, <clears throat> No, do you think he, he think he's wondering, you know, if if Metroid Prime Four is put off so long, maybe that kind of gives us something. Maybe he's thinking Metroid Prime Four is like twenty twenty one, and then the trilogy is twenty twenty. Well, we have that look to look forward to maybe Bay- Bayonetta three very well could be twenty twenty, and Bayonetta one and two came out in what January or February of twenty eighteen on the Switch. That's a good point. And, and that's only two games, and the Metro Prime Trilogy would be three games that would take longer to play through. Yeah. So I don't. I think this year, if it comes out as a booster to the holiday 
Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I didn't have a question. Do you think if they, if they bring the trilogy, I think it's going to happen at some point, they're going to have to bring the trilogy over because it's, it, it'd just be like cash for them. Do you think they're going to include the motion controls? I would hope that they include the motion controls and the standard controls and let you pick and choose uh, how you want to play. Because I think, uh, obviously, uh, Metro Prime 3 only has motion controls because it was Wii. It was only mm-hmm. the first two that have both. Um, I do think it should have both. I think it's a no-brainer to have both because it exists with both. Um, and I think Metro Prime 3 will get retrofitted with the classic control if it's possible. Because they have to. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think and I think because of that, it seems like such a simple thing to, to update that, bring it over. I mean, I'm not a game developer or a game remaster or anything like that, but I just feel like it's it's a simple it's a it should be a fairly simple uh port to it seems like it'd be a fairly simple, but it's probably not. It's probably a lot more complicated than you both realize. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh Greg's last out there uh prediction is that uh, there's going to be a new super mario brothers switch trailer new super mario brothers no 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 greg we had new super mario brothers deluxe you deluxe like and that went over so well that went over so well oh man that went over well i mean it's a great game but it it did not go over well and then we have mario maker 2 which which is all you can play new Super Mario levels. So, yeah, way too soon. Not happening. It's uh, th- th- Why would you even want that? <laughs> like, why would that be a pipe dream? <laughs> like, with Mario Maker 2, why would you... And Mario Maker 2 has, like, 100-plus levels. So there's your new Super Mario, you know, Switch right there. <laughs> right, right. And I think I, 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 I probably said something like this before um when when mario maker one came out i'm like why do i need any other you know mario you know game anymore unless they're gonna really step it up a lot and with them adding in new soup or new uh, 3d world um stuff into into uh, mario maker 2 i'm like i don't know i'm gonna i'm gonna be all set with the ones they bring in and uh and what else you know what else people make out there um, too soon, great, no time, very, what to kiss to you. Hater of good, no, hater of good games. Yeah, it's not me at all. Um, I'm just realistic. Uh, all right. <laughs> so, yeah, I think, I think we're going to disagree, uh, with Greg on that one. Uh, no, no new Super Mario Brothers Switch. Um, uh, I, I, I personally, I'd like to see the, the new Super Mario Brothers, uh, franchise kind of just, fade off i think i think it's time for them to try something new i would be fine with it being relocated to mario maker games and if they wanted to do a new super mario all-stars with the other three which they should have done the first place that'd be fine like that that re-releases and bundle it with mario all-stars or something but yeah i agree with you i think it's time for a new type of mario style then get away from the new and don't use that naming convention ever again and it'd be new new like the plus plus yes like the plus plus or (laughs) new super mario brothers plus or something like that's probably what it's gonna be uh (laughs) u deluxe yes u deluxe plus new newer 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 Newer, there you go newer Oh man. Uh, 
who knows what's actually going to be <laughs> Jake's your thing. Hater, Steve. I'm not a hater. All right. So I'm excited. I'm excited so much for E3. Uh, it's it's going to be uh, a really awesome several days. I, I'm really, I'm really pumped <clears throat> that they're starting all their stuff uh, early um, this yeah. year. It's, that's, that's really exciting for me too. Uh, the only problem is that I have to shift my, my calendar, my schedule around. Cause I, you know, I was planning on, you know, take it a chunk of time to, uh, to really focus on it. Those, those three days of E3. And now I'm like, Oh man, now I'm starting on Saturday before. And, but, uh, this is, this is all going to be good. I mean, really counting the Wednesday before, um, when you, when you consider in, is it Wednesday or Thursday or Wednesday, uh, if you counter in the, uh, the, Pokemon. the Pokemon direct. So well, don't forget also, I mean, you say the three days of E3, but there's still Monday with all the other and sun Sunday and Monday with their press conferences and right. things very well have been announced and should be announced for the switch during those as well. So That's really true. we've got counting Saturday, we've got six days straight of something going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's, that's cool. It actually, I sometimes still forget about those other days because for a while, like we didn't really hear about Nintendo on those, in those other press conferences, but now with switch coming around and more third party support, we actually did, you know, switch does make an appearance in those other uh, conferences, which is, which is awesome to see, but, uh, but yeah, because of previous years, I sometimes forgot about those. Um, but, no, they. That means I know Sony's not going to be there. But last year, micro, even Microsoft's conference had a couple games shown off that eventually went to Switch, <clears throat> or were were going to be on Switch anyway. Well, and who yeah, knows what Microsoft does this year? Since uh, they're yeah. all buddy buddy. Yeah, they could announce something else. Hey, here's or the Ori combo pack for the Switch. Here's you know uh, rare replay for the Switch. Here's new Battletoads games going to the Switch. Killer Instincts going to the Switch. Who knows? Um, Here's uh, Xbox uh, Game Pass coming to Switch. Yeah, who God, who knows? <laughs> um, then there's you know uh, Devolver Digital. Which did you ever go back and watch that from last year? <laughs> make myself a note right now. You really Devolver need to watch that because they're they're. I'm looking forward to seeing what they did. And and last year they they had Switch games. Tiny Build did a small conference. They announced what wound up being. Uh, they called it Secret Neighbor, but it was the the Hello Neighbor Hide and oh, Seek yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah. they did a limited run, did a conference. They're doing one again and square Enix this time. They, they didn't do one last year. They're doing one this year. Uh, the only thing I know confirmed to be shown off is final fantasy 14 Shadowbringers, but I'm sure there's going to be some more stuff. Um, and I'm assuming maybe a new Octopath, maybe new bravely, um, mm -hmm. something coming for the switch. I'm sure will be there. Uh, maybe near for the switch who knows so there's there's gonna be our next podcast is gonna be overloaded with things to talk about hopefully <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna really have to to work on keeping it really short or as short as possible because we could go go at five hours uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah have to see um so uh jakester jakester mentioned in fifa is gonna go to the switch does yes do we, do we know is that an actual like next game or are they porting over an old one with new rosters again they That's just said fifa 20 is coming to the switch it was announced. all right, all right. i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna hold they, back excitement ea won't give us madden yet though despite everything that's dumb. It's just, it's just dumb. I mean, I'm not a huge Madden fan, no. so I don't really care. Like personally, I don't really care, but it's just, it's just weird not to, not to have it on there at this point. 
when switches is clearly a success like why not why not have it on there all right well that that's a lot to talk about uh let's let's go ahead and we'll, we're gonna kind of wrap it up for this this podcast we've got a lot to talk about over uh, in in a couple weeks when we're back on uh, July not July June June 11th uh, with our next podcast. Um, so not that Monday um, like usual. We'll be back on that Tuesday. We're wrapping up all the E3 coverage. We're going to be have a ton of stuff, and we're also going to be doing uh, a little bit of a, a live reaction again. I think um, some of you guys enjoyed uh, our live reaction to uh, the actual um, uh, Direct, um, Nintendo's Direct uh, for E3 last year. And so we're going to be bringing that back again and everything. So we'll kind of we'll pre-record it. Um, there won't be a way of, of doing that live or anything like that. Uh, we want you guys to just watch the the actual Direct that way. But if you want to watch after the fact, we'll put up our, our live reactions uh, to that, uh, to the Direct next week. And then we'll have our, our podcast uh, later on in that evening. And we would love for you guys to, to join us uh, in the chat. Um, invite others uh, who love Nintendo. Um, share this video. Share our podcast. Share our website and our channel and everything with others. Subscribe if you haven't done that. Uh, be, here, be sure to hit the bell so you can be alerted when we go live and we post that stuff. Uh, we would love for you to do all that. Uh, just helps us grow a little bit more. Helps us grow the, uh, the our audience, but also the community around uh, Nintendo Fuse. That'd be awesome. Um, but uh, Barry, what other than just getting hyped for E three? Anything you're uh, you're looking forward to playing over the next couple weeks, or or doing, reviewing, uh, writing about anything like that? Uh, well, I definitely want to give more time to Team Sonic Racing, uh, so that Mike and I can do a game chat on it. Uh, hopefully, Cadence of Hyrule does come out this week and be the first digital title I actually purchase, which with which will gladly double dip. Um, I might give this one a go, Little Friends, which uh, just came out today. One of many releases that came out today, but I don't know. I'll probably watch my wife play that if she does it. Um, Other than that, I might go to the Phoenix Wright uh, trilogy if if I feel I can do it in time. Um, My biggest issue is E3 is obviously going to take up a lot of time, and then, of course, uh, shortly thereafter, uh, when everyone else is playing Mario Maker 2, I'll be playing Shadowbringers, and that's going right. to take up the rest of my time. So I, I can't have anything started before that because I'm never going to finish it. Right. So I might do Ace Attorney. I might do something a little smaller, uh, a little more you know, bite-sized kind of deal. But uh, that's mainly what I've been looking forward to playing. And, of course, still playing Dragalia. That game has me hooked. It's It's just so much fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, same here. I like, I'll continue playing rocket league. I, I got the rocket pass. I didn't end up getting the, the premium, uh, for rocket pass. So this kind of draw me back in. I've got to keep playing so I can get all the stuff I've got. I've gotten up to like an extra, I think it's like 80% XP right now. I think I've maxed that out. So that's awesome. So I've, <laughs> it's crazy. I've been playing so much like the last several weeks that I I've flown up from, I think I was like a level 50 or something like that just a couple months ago and i think i'm like up to level like 135 or something now um wow i I really flew up with all this stuff um but yeah there's a couple games that i i'm 
I'm hoping to kind of get back to that I kind of missed out on uh, over the last several weeks, some games that I need to uh, to review and everything. Um, I, I'm still one to check out the the fitness boxing. Like I forgot oh, to, yes. to try that that demo out, so um, I'll probably try that out uh, over the next couple of weeks. Um, I still want to uh, to I need to check out um, play a little more of Gear Club Two Unlimited um, and uh, and try that out a little more. Um, what's there's there's another one that I'm I'm blanking on that I was I was really wanting to uh, to try out. Um, oh, I can't remember what it was. Um, but another game that I for I forgot that I I, I ended up getting was Shaq Fu because um, I had it from nice. the NBA. Um, Oh, whatever the other playgrounds or whatever playgrounds, yeah. And so they gave me uh, Shaq Fu, and I was like, you know, I, I need to try that out sometime. So I think maybe over the next couple of weeks, uh, I'm going to try to to spend a little more time, kind of going back to those those games that I I've just forgotten about or uh, kind of um, just just passed over, either a little more obscure ones or ones that I forgot that I even had downloaded uh, to my Switch, and uh, maybe get a a couple just kind of first impressions or thoughts and reviews and stuff up there as well so uh man barry it's gonna be exciting in a couple weeks can't i wait. can't believe we're here already i mean it feels like only yesterday we were talking about e3 20 you know 18 i know i know man uh and so greg's gonna be back uh in a couple weeks with us as well be sure to, to tune in live to tune in live on june uh, 11th as we talk about all the e3 stuff um check out our live reactions and uh be sure to subscribe and hit that bell so you will be alerted when we go uh, live when we post new videos all this stuff we're going to try to do a lot of stuff uh pre-E3 as well um, in terms of uh, posts on our website, um, but also posts on YouTube. So make sure you do follow us and uh, and catch us on, on social media. Join our Discord channel. All that stuff is going to be in the uh, the show notes and the, and the notes uh, below and on the YouTube channel as well. Um, thanks so much for, for joining us for episode 175, and we'll see you back in a couple weeks on June 11th with all our E3 coverage. Have a great night, guys, and happy E3.